0: Dunna, indeed. Welcome back to another episode of Brevity Box, episode 28. Pretty proud of that. I don't know what's significant about 28. Nothing, really. It's a great number. Uh, still feeling good about it. Um, we are recording this on Friday the 13th. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, I don't know if we're jinxed. Uh, definitely feels a little like the world is a, a bit jinxed under the latest news, but we won't go too deep into that. Um want to say hi to my wonderful co-hosts the amazing ever so practical truth bomb extraordinaire becky with the good hair over to my right sup it's a nice little rhyme well done i liked it famous for my haikus huh yeah well you know it's true it's true and of course keeping the the apathy alive with normal sacrifices daily and complaints that would make even the most pessimistic person have a bit of FOMO for his talent at it. It's Brando. Brando. Hello. Mm, Feel that energy.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, every few episodes, I like to go back and and kind of describe what it is that we are doing, and maybe even explain a little bit of the name of the show, which weirdly has uh, my understanding of it has evolved a little bit. And I think Brando, especially, will be the first to back me up, along with anybody who's known me for a heartbeat, that sometimes I can overthink shit.
2: Oh, uh, often God, yeah you can
0: i can overthink shit <laughs> and it one of uh, your, it's,
2: it's one of your, <laughs> your best
0: and also worst fucking qualities uh, yeah my wife and my parents and my siblings and and, and, and everyone
2: t- in your life yes we all agree my neighbors agree. <laughs> like they all agree <laughs> all agree and um, the
0: poor cashier the poor cashier at the grocery store mm-hmm. uh, pet smart home depot lowe's all of them every single one. But I do. And at the beginning of this show, when we honestly kind of stumbled across the name Brevity Box, the whole idea was that I suck at brevity. And I spent a lot of time trying to define and figure out how to describe what it is that I meant by Brevity Box. And after 25 or 26 shows a couple of major changes to how we approach it one really impacting addition to uh the podcast and to the crew and it really came into focus that the box is your head your fucking head that's what the box is and the brevity is what comes out of it so you're basically in our collective head here over at brevity box and we're in the business of trying to break down you know not only what we're thinking of but what's going on in the world sometimes that's a little politics sometimes that's uh you know a little bit of snake oil salesman bullshit artist discovery which we're going to go through in a moment here with brando Uh, often it's just talking about something in our personal memory that applies to what's going on in the world and really often it's about sports because we all love sports even though brando would tell you otherwise he definitely loves sports at least for three weeks every nfl season until the first <laughs> missed field goal of the minnesota vikings he is a true believer
1: oh, that and
0: that includes this year and then so, i
2: just feel the pain set in again
0: hello you darkest, preemptively my feel that pain and for those of you who don't know uh, I don't believe that the Vikings are known more for anything. Let me, let, me, let, me stop, let me
2: stop you right there. Okay. I may have even said it on here before, but the one thing the Minnesota Vikings excel at is snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. It's true. So I true. have seen your soul crushed many times.
3: <laughs> so true.
2: I think during that playoff game in Seattle when it was below zero, lined up for a 26-yard <laughs> chip-in, and you were also hyped. It's like, oh, man, your team's going. And it's like I just
0: got up and walked away, and I just said
2: You
1: Nine. did. <laughs> you know what? Before <laughs> I, it was, I before it was even yeah. hiked.
0: Yes, you did. Because I knew. You did. I knew. And there was nothing I could say. You were right. I, I was hopeful and trying to be all positive, Polly. And you literally got up and walked away before the ball was even hiked, and he missed the field goal. Which <laughs> a 26-yard field goal for anybody who doesn't watch uh, professional football is normally – a gimme it's Super something that's going to happen easy. a 26 yard field
2: goal to a professional nfl kicker should be like taking a shit and hitting the bowl
0: yes it's <laughs> true and the vikings often miss the ball, mm. <laughs> but <laughs> so this is a good example of some of the brevity that's coming from our uh, our collective head here the brevity box and we welcome you back uh brevity box is brought to you by The Ruminations Radio Network, a collaboration of very interesting and diverse podcasts that you should check out at our website, ruminationsradionetwork.com. And if you don't know that a WWW goes before that, you're either an insane, crazy person or you're super old. Either way, keep listening and remember to put the WWW before that. All right. So cool thing about having these progressional discoveries about what the hell your show's about uh we've got a new logo which just we just posted on our instagram at brevity box podcast uh which you can check out and we're i'm really proud of it because i think it hits home and i know you guys gave me the uh emoji thumbs up in discord which is very touching and becky you did say you loved it brando I think I'm going to wait to hear you tell me you love it before I believe
1: it. You did tell like me you like finance. the Apple logo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to
0: post it's really the chat. What's a fucking upgrade from what we have now? What do you expect me to say? It's perfect, lovely, and you need to take care of my sensitive emotions. All right, it's fine. Type it up. I'll sign it. <laughs> well, uh, we're a good marital couple, Rando. Christ. It's- No, it's a, it's incredible. Take a look. I'm really happy with it, and I think it really fits us. Okay, I'm not gonna wax too, too hard on how fucking totally bomb ass our new logo is. All right, I've said enough.
3: It's dope as hell. Uh, I
0: really wanna dope as hell is right. So don't dis.
2: Oh, my dog now decides to take a drink of water.
3: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Don't
2: dislocate your arm trying to pat yourself
0: on the back there. Okay. The fourth (laughs) co-host, Brando's lovely animal. Mm -hmm. So, Brando, I know that you and I both have a lot to say about uh, the clown show, the clown show. I, I am drawn to the terminology snake oil salesman. And before you start talking about the uh, cyber symposium, (laughs) which is just a a great name, name. great name for a failure. Uh, (laughs) You know, I, I, I'm trying not to say, you know. You know that we got, I said it again. I really got a bad habit of saying, you know, so anytime I say it, I'm going to get a buzzer for our future episodes to where you guys can hit me on it. And I have to slap myself in the face or some shit because it was getting on my nerves too. And that was a close friend that was telling me count how many times you say, you know, and I think I even brought it up on a previous episode. You just said it again. I
3: did it again.
0: All right. First slap.
3: (laughs) I'm done.
0: Ow. Jesus.
3: That was a hard one.
2: Look, I think I'm I'm mad at myself for something else. Shame anybody, but
0: leave your weird perverted stuff for after the recording, okay? (laughs) Okay. I'm done. No, I mean, snake oil salesman really fits the bill for a lot of people that I have an issue with. And I can talk about why and whatnot, but let's hear this. And we've talked about Mike Lindell in the past, but Brando, you've got something special. What's your take on the cyber symposium from the snake oil salesman, Mike Lindell?
2: First of all, if someone's ever talking about anything computer or internet related and they unironically use the word cyber, you you don't believe them. That's true.
1: Because they
3: unless, don't
2: know what they're talking about.
3: Unless it's a Cyber Monday sale, then believe them.
2: Yeah, then, then go to Amazon.com. That's fine. Yeah, play. that's fine. That's a little different. But anyways, <laughs> so the MyPillow crackhead has apparently captured packet data that he acquired on January 9th. Claimed. Claimed. Yeah. Had kept packet capture data from these like voting machines because, you know, they actually aren't hooked up to the internet. So hmm, that shows that China flipped the election in Biden's favor. Now, hypothetically say If you had irrefutable proof that that happened and you had it three days after Insurrection Day, uh, wouldn't you just blast that all over the media?
1: Yeah, you would.
2: I would. You would. You wouldn't wait until the middle of August to host a cyber, a three-day cyber symposium in South Dakota at some weird conference center. There were some slot machines pushed off to the side. I don't really know what they were doing in there before. There was like a Marine Corps logo on there.
1: Well, I so, don't know
0: how much humiliation that guy needs to go through before.
1: Or it, that, that's going be,
0: to be my ending here. So,
1: okay.
2: All three days, they started off with a prayer to God,
1: the Pledge of Allegiance, and then the National Anthem, all three days. Not a cult, though. Um,
2: <laughs> so you, you spend a lot of time looking at hex dumps, which don't actually prove anything because there's they're not doing any sort of translation back to like binary or alphabet or anything like that. They spend a lot of time looking through what appears to be a Windows registry, but the giant screens are such shit resolution you can't even tell what's going on it's It's all just a massive nothing burger, and these people are just so strongly convinced of everything they're saying it it blows it blows me away. We even had a uh, you know Mr. Q himself, Ron Watkins come in for about three hours via via skype
0: right, and, and people. Uh, I, I think I'm going to take a moment to remind people moment. who Ron. I need, I, need, I need another puff. Take a moment. <laughs> so yeah, Ron. So I'm going to back up a little bit. Um, the data certainly ended up being exposed by his own cyber quote unquote cyber expert. His expert. team Red, Team Red, the cyber experts. Nice name. Yeah, Team mm-hmm. Red was very outspoken. To claim that they weren't given anything that was good data and that there was no evidence and no proof. That ended up being backed up by different experts that were brought in by news networks or by other uh, entities trying to establish the veracity of Mr. Lindell's claims and. You know, I did it again, you know, slap in the face. Uh, Okay. Lindell's maybe biggest gift here is that he's introduced a new terminology to the zeitgeist. And I'd like to enter it here first. Mike Lindell is the very first cyber cuck. Because he just went and defamed himself.
2: It's funny you use that word because uh, that's going to be really relevant in a few moments too. Oh, I
0: cannot wait. (laughs) I'm so glad I've stumbled myself onto some more. It was... uh, And so what was the name of of, uh, Mr. Q wannabe himself again? I'm sorry. Ron Watkins, the creepy perverted weeb. Yes. Ron Watkins, if you... Your best bet is to go and watch Into the Storm, a multi-part series, docuseries on HBO. And this will establish a really clear understanding of who ron watkins is but to keep it short ron watkins apparently and looks to me like it actually happened fronted himself as q on all of the message boards on 8chan
2: he and, took over
0: the, what he took, took over, over right hijacked the q account hijacked
2: it when they moved it to 8chan which is right when the writing style massively changed. I'm not a believer.
0: I just watched the documentary. And so Q Q and on that movement took on a lot of fronts that would take a lot of time to go over and most of it's a fucking bummer. But in the end it just boils down to snake oil salesmen. Ron Watkins is a snake oil salesman. Mike Lindell is a snake oil salesman. And I my opinion is that Donald Trump is a huge snake oil salesman and for some reason you're going to have groups of people who won't realize that they've bought snake oil until it's either too late or really long down the road. And it's, it's humiliating. And so we were going into how cyber cuck Lindell ended up humiliating himself in front of a live uh, broadcast audience. Please continue. I just wanted to add some depth on who Ron Watkins was and why he's significant and why it makes sense. All that QAnon conspiracy theory is threaded through so many different aspects. It's important to note that it's rooted in this uh, very douchey looking Whole, you know the the exact image of who you would think of think when about you a dirty about,
2: think about a very unwashed
0: uh, person with bad facial Park, hair that
2: hangs out locked at the in a basement, section back. of barnes and noble
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> a good description all right so go on i'm so, sorry
2: i had to jump in at first now day one started off with him announcing that the symposium would be starting late because antifa was hacking their systems or something
0: and he just uh-huh. didn't have his shit together Everything pretty, is always going to be that excuse, right?
2: There's a uh, let's see here claimed he claimed he was going to go for 72 hours straight without even sleeping. But uh, I believe pretty much each day went from nine to nine. And during the off times, it was the stream itself was just replaying some of his weird movies, like his biography and. His other, his absolute proof movie that's one of the reasons why Newsmax is getting their ass sued off by Dominion Voting Systems. But mostly um, it was
0: about selling his products. No, I mean, a actually, lot of it was it, this,
2: this entire thing, now I be, he is a true believer because very little of this was about the damn pillows. There were other people. Yeah, they were too There were other people that had their, like Steve Bannon had his own specific discount code, apparently. Steve Bannon <laughs> even pretty much told him, you know, you don't really have shit here, by the way. Um, day, uh, day two, I think when Watkins came on, I'm probably getting the days mixed up here. I was listening during work kind of fading in and out. I'm a little high right now, but Watkins allegedly. comes in and apparently, allegedly, <laughs> so suppose I've, I heard from Watkins comes in right around the time news. where they have some, uh, uh, allegedly cloned hard drives from Mesa County, Colorado, showing that votes had been flipped. And so they started looking through, like, again, what looked to be a registry or something. And,
1: uh... So no, that registry and, 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 is Oh, and then before you jump in,
2: and then Watkins' lawyer gets a hold of Watkins saying, hey, you guys need to stop sho- showing that shit. It looks like it, it may have been illegally obtained. So they had to stop looking at that.
0: Mm, yeah, I, basically the ramifications for a lot of this was, a, it was just a clown show, and the... Here's the hard part. Okay, the f- the funny part for us well, is that we get to yet. see. Okay, well, I'll definitely get some. You'll have some room here. But, you know, the I'm trying to bring the fact that it's funny as shit to see somebody like Lindell get exposed. But it's still tough for me, even though I don't agree with or get along with some of the people that are in the crowd. I, I, you know, I know that moment's not easy. And I hope they come to their crowd. senses. It was a very thin crowd. And no, thankfully Also so. a very pale crowd. But, and thankfully so. Yeah, I do. I do, for sure. But it, it was uh, it was very enlightening. They didn't have anything. It came out that some of those everything they were showing in terms of the, the captures were simulated. They weren't the actual captures or like you were claiming or insinuating there, they had to claim they were uh, simulated because the real ones if they had captured them would have defied federal wiretapping laws which is all really exciting funny shit we should probably move on but what were you gonna say there was a, one
2: s- segment of it that was very amusing that uh it was literally the world's worst powerpoint presentation that would just show a state the real life voting results and then what they're calling the big lie the real results right with again no proof to back any any of that up he began day three saying he needs to please pray for him because he was attacked by Antifa at his hotel. Well, he's going to claim the victimhood,
0: right? Of course, yeah, he's the victim. Victimhood. And so this is somewhere sort somewhere, of rinse, wash, repeat, right? For, for that whole thing.
2: Yeah. So around day three and uh, during day three, what else did we have here? Oh, yeah. Apparently, they only have one copy of the original uh, packet captures. Now it may have malware on it. Uh, it was a few actual cybersecurity experts that traveled to this to try and win that five million dollar reward. Yeah, he didn't actually even let any of them see any of that data, and they and were he sitting took the in the award audience off the table.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's
0: it's, uh, it's a snake oil salesman. I mean, it, and that for those who don't know what that I think term means, I know means, where the
1: snake
2: oil come from comes from now. Oh well, yeah, from Q, <laughs> no, <laughs> from Ron Rodkin. No, 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 no. There's this man is such a true believer in this shit that he believes what he's saying, even though he's technologically illiterate. But some some news sources are claiming that this data may have gotten into his hands from a guy named Dennis Montgomery, who's a software engineer that is now just one shady con artist motherfucker who's done some shady shit for good old Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Oh boy. He was, of the, he was part of the birth cert, the, the uh, you know Obama birth certificate conspiracy as well that might have originated with him. He so, might have gotten uh, his crap data to Lindell and, and convinced him beyond the shadow of a doubt. He might be the world's best useful idiot, even though there's nothing to show.
0: Yeah, I, that's, the, that's the thing. I mean, the significance of all of this is... That this date was supposedly the date that Lindell had been claiming for a long time. That, and a lot of a significant amount of people believed, supposedly, that uh, the former president would be reinstated, et cetera, et cetera. And as we sit here at uh, about 10 o'clock at night in central time, that's not happening. It's not happened. And I hope it brings some level of finality to the whole. Uproar. I know it totally won't, but I'm happy for any decrease, and I think it's a good spot uh, to end it there. It's not happening. It wasn't going to happen. That guy sold you a big pile of bullshit. Work on your bullshit detectors, people. It's Final not thought. hard. There's a huh. lot of them out there. Uh, and, quick and s- lay down that quick thought before we take a break.
2: The these people also don't realize that if something were to happen to literally force Biden and Harris to step down. President Trump doesn't go back to the White House. They swear in President
0: Pelosi. They'd know that if they read their precious constitution. <laughs> Which they carry around with them everywhere. I yes. think they know. I think they are in denial. And, and um, what, a, what a, like I said, it's for a, us. It's a hell of a drug. It's called copium. Right. Cope with it. Deal with it. It's over. It's done. Let's move on. I'm ready to get past it. That we spent 10 minutes talking about that dipshit. Let's <sighs> never talk about him again.
3: Did you have but to pay? Did you have to pay to watch that?
2: No, and uh you had to sign up for his free speech website, but they don't vet the information, so I just oh. put in a fake phone number and gibberish for an email address as an experiment <laughs> and it'll let me in.
3: <laughs> oh gotcha. <laughs> I just wanted to Name make sure you Doug didn't pay. Ducey.
0: <laughs> no, God, uh, no, I would not pay for that. And with that, we're going to take a small break and get a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. You know what they all say. Fantasy football is like a box of chocolates. And I know you. You love fantasy football. And you love chocolates. Well, 25 Yards Later is a fantasy football podcast with top-notch analysis, earworm music, and plenty of laughs. Each week, we dive deep into four games, putting every fantasy-relevant and occasionally fantasy-irrelevant player under a microscope. Block out all the haters with 25 Yards Later, available wherever you get your podcasts, but maybe not where you get your chocolates. And we are back from our break and also love to hear from our sponsors at Any Given Shot We're going to move on from the nightmare that is uh, people who are full of shit. We're going to move on from
2: the event that was cocaine-filled conspiracies
0: with more cocaine, yes. (laughs) With with more cocaine, right. No, um, we're going to talk about the fact that sometimes something happens in the news or in real life, and it will make me reminisce. Or even ruminate on something. Or a feeling that I had. From... You guys always know my games. But I, I do. And recently I saw. It first in a still image. But then I had to watch it in motion. Kevin Costner. Running a team. Out onto. The cornfield. Mm. And it made me. Reminisce about a movie that. I don't care if you watch it now, will still make you emotional or make me emotional. And it's a classic. And for anybody who's never seen it, Field of Dreams is the movie that I speak of. Kevin Costner is the man I speak of. And I wasn't sure to bring it up to anybody. And Becky, you brought it up to me over Discord.
3: Yes, I did. And
0: we kind of, we went from there. But I think you have a better sensibility of the meaning and impact. Because I go right to movie, and you're much more of a baseball fan than I am. Oh, yeah. Let me hear it. What have you got?
3: So uh, this week, the Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees played the first ever Field of Dream games in Dyersville, Iowa, where the movie The Field of Dreams was shot. They didn't play on the actual field. The MLB built a field right next to it. But let me tell you this game. Oh, my God. I as a baseball as a huge baseball fan my entire life. I was so excited when they announced this game last year that it had gotten canceled. I was so depressed because I was so excited to watch it and them getting to play it this year. I think I cried the entire game because it was just so beautiful from beginning to end.
0: I I have to be honest. I don't have any idea where that came from. I wasn't aware. I mean, how did they get? Where did that come from? The Field of Dreams games? I mean, what's the origination of that stuff?
3: I believe it I believe it turned 30 either this year or last year. I can't remember, but I think they just wanted to kind of bring it back to like help people fall in love with baseball again because it's kind of become one of those things where a lot of the fans have fallen out of love because because it's become like about the money and about the sponsorships and this player and this player, and no one's really stuck with a team for a long time like Derek Jeter did. And
0: controversy. Yeah, and a lot of controversy. I mean, there's been a lot of controversy.
3: Yeah, true. So I think they just wanted people to, you know, have a feel-good game where, you know, based on the movie, like, let's have a cool gimmick, and it just turned into something that was absolutely breathtaking. Like no matter where you're coming from, movie fan, sports fan this the beginning of this game was like chill inducing. I cannot begin to tell you i,
0: I I've felt that and i'm not I'm not your baseball fan, yeah, I'm not a baseball fan Just, and, or, you know, but that that did it instantly yeah, hits home what the whole thing is about
3: that saw the Theme music playing, and then you see the players and managers walk out of the corn stalks. I just started crying hysterically. I was like, that was so beautiful. <laughs> and then, well, the
0: MLB taking a note from Hollywood yeah. on how to deliver that kind of branding, I guess, but they invoke a, an emotional reaction from people who aren't watching baseball regularly, like myself. It was pretty. I mean I instantly knew what the reference was. I right. mean you ins- even if you haven't seen the movie I'm sure. You knew the you're second that somewhat music started aware. playing.
3: And you see Kevin Costner and they got Kevin Costner with- involved nice. which was so cool. The minute Kevin you see Costner Mark and the, the Stripes, field, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I
0: mean that's really how it it it, it was there there had to be some uh, uh Hollywood director, you know, low level director in there just you know, watching the movie on his phone, walk out like this <laughs> out. and cue music.
1: Yeah. Action.
3: <laughs> Look behind you. No, it was, it was beautiful. And then in the bottom of the ninth, the Sox win it with a, a home run. Just, oh, God, right into the corner. Just was so amazing. Super awesome game. I think
0: it's cool that the league would, would invest in building a stadium and sponsoring it and putting it out. And that's something they do at the beginning of the season now.
3: No, I wouldn't. No, this, I think just, it's just, like, this year? It just came out. Well, it was supposed to be last year, but COVID kind of ruined that. So they did it. this yeah, year. Yeah, as, as
0: many things. Yeah,
3: it was just one of those like special things that I think now they've seen how much it resonated with people. And they're just like, hey, maybe we have something here. And I already know they're going to do it next year. And rumor has it, it's going to be the Cubs, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> So,
1: well,
0: home team, home team fan.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, technically the Sox, you know, if we're in the field of dreams. Well, I you know. know.
0: But usually when you, I mean, obviously, if you're not a fan of the Sox and you say that the Cubs are special, it's like, oh, that's their that's your home team. Yeah, fan, that's my I'm a Northsider
3: for life. Yeah. But I mean, I so will give it to the White Sox. Friends. White Sox did play really, really. It was a really, really great game.
0: I a so I break with the Cubs. So do I. Well, we're going to hear about that. But, but Brenda, you, you and I both know a couple of White Sox fans and Taryn and Maddie, who Taryn, who was an early guest on this show and a total badass in her own right. Shout out to Taryn. Yes. I hope everything's going great for you. But yet she is a, her and, and her husband, Maddie, are both big White Sox fans, also from Chicago, which kind of brings me to a thought there. A lot. Now I know more than a few people that are all, pretty outspoken badass truth bombers that are all from that Chicago area.
3: You have to be Hmm.
0: hmm. It's a tough city.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. Tough,
0: tough city. And it's, it, you know, uh, before we move on, you mentioned something about how COVID had impacted the games last year. And, mm-hmm. you know, not to, I, I don't want to bring it up too much, but I do want to say that I'm seeing some of that here. I'm in new Orleans and, Jazz Fest, which is a huge thing in New Orleans and normally happens in the last week of April and the first week of May. Those two weekends are usually cornerstone by live music being played, not only in a huge festival area, but also just around the city. And it's kind of the thing that gives the city its joie de vivre, right? It's fucking feel like the the what people know New Orleans for being able to walk down the street and find a good time just playing loud and out the windows. And it's uh, just kind of nice to see, you know, those impacting moments of seeing something that cinematic. On the back end of getting the news that these live events are sort of being restrained or canceled, it was maybe that's what led to my emotional reaction to seeing Kevin Costner run out uh, a team from from the corn was pretty.
3: Um, it, it, like it made me want to watch some more baseball. It took my breath away. It was
0: really good. It was really good. Yeah. And he is sort of the Quint- He's like the new John Wayne, in a way. Right. Or the, you know he's got that that all American sort of feel to him at this point. They're, they're not even in the same league.
3: But if he, the Kevin
0: co- co- Kevin Costner can actually act. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? John Wayne as Genghis Khan is an amazing role. He was completely (laughs) submerged.
3: I think now I I
0: I
2: conquer your people, partner.
1: (laughs) 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 Waha! Oh man! (laughs) Oh man! Okay. I I think the coolest part, though,
3: for me is it being next to where the movie was actually shot, and the day before. Um, You heard stories of like Aaron Boone, who's the Yankees manager, who used to play third base for them, um, playing catch with his dad, who used to play professional ball on this field. And you hear about, you know, there's a little league game going on right next to them as they're playing the major league game. I just think it was so cool how they kind of got everybody involved, like made my, made my heart. And
0: generationally, you don't really see much of that. Yeah, um, and it's a different look, right? There's a there's something to that. Now, I think that really it really does separate itself because every other sport, maybe with the exception of soccer, is physical. Mm-hmm. And I guess ba- I was complaining about basketball not being physical enough, but compared to baseball, basketball's super physical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but how do they? Do you think that they will? feel pressure to increase scoring are there rule changes in oh no baseball like you've seen in basketball or like you've seen in football no, where no, no, no. the goal is to increase the amount of no scoring on
3: during a game i don't think you'll ever see that i, think I don't think you'll ever see that i think they're even
0: know how you could do it
3: yeah i think they're pulling back because there's more strict rules for pitchers now
1: um which seems way late
3: it's late, but it was needed. I think a lot of them. Is that
1: how
2: is is that how the MLB apologized to the pigeon nation after the the Randy uh,
0: the Randy Orton incident? <laughs>
1: Not uh, <laughs> Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton. That's Randy a wrestler. Johnson.
0: No, Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. The <laughs> Big Johnson. I mean, Big Johnson, who looked like he would be the guy like Danny DeVito, and it's always sunny. I dropped my <laughs> Magnum condom for my monster dong. <laughs> yeah, so for, for those who don't know what we're talking about, you there's plenty of uh of memes or easily found YouTube videos of Randy Johnson exploding a pigeon with a fastball pitch.
3: 99 like, had, a fastball pitch. He had
0: an extremely fast pitch.
3: <laughs> he did. <laughs> it
0: was pretty incredible. Do you do you think that they're going to try and pump up popularity with a remake of major league, but with the new branding of the former Cleveland Indians into the team, the like it's going to be the <laughs> Cleveland guardians
1: <laughs>
3: and um, it's going to
0: involve Charlie. Sheen's Sheen's son.
3: If they were, if they were smart. No, because look how terribly space jam two did. Um, now I I I've heard crazy things crazy about why space
0: jam two went bad though. It was all, people said it was all, and they were mad because it was all animated that there weren't actual like LeBron wasn't actually in the movie. Yeah. It was an animation. I of didn't
3: LeBron. see it, but I heard it was terrible. But I would That's pray That's the
0: biggest complaint I heard about it.
3: Leave leave all of the baseball movies alone. They don't need to be remade. They're perfect the way they are.
2: They're don't remake sports movies.
3: Classics. Please. They're amazing and you're never going to recreate that feeling again. So just don't try. Don't try.
2: All right. Pop, a popular opinion, but The Replacements is the best
0: sports movie of all time. Mm. Wow. Keanu Reeves?
3: hmm.
0: Footsteps Falco. So here's a quick uh, pop quiz for you, Becky. What is your favorite baseball movie?
3: Field of Dreams.
0: Okay, easy pick. Brando? <laughs> I don't have one. I've never even seen Field
2: of Dreams.
3: Field of Dreams, Major <sighs> League.
2: You've I, seen Major League. We can give it to ma- We can give it to Major League.
0: I've seen half I of Moneyball. Moneyball Money was good. I liked Moneyball. Um, I am a, a sucker. I love the League of Their okay, Own. Okay. I love okay, the League f- of Their best Own. Best favorite sports movie, Rookie of the Year.
3: Yes. Wow.
0: Yes. Great. Yes. Funky butt loving.
3: Angels in the Outfield. Well,
0: Yeah. What was the one... Oh, you know what? This is a callback for Brooke. Mr. Baseball. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Brooke loved Mr. Baseball. Tom Selleck goes to Japan. She loved it. It was a good movie.
3: I'm surprised Brando didn't say basketball or something like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I watched that about a year and a half ago. Oh, man. Shout out to billionaires Trey Parker and Stone, man. Those guys are... Killing it. It didn't age well. Mine is the natural, and that's actually a not a funny pull. I liked all those movies, and I've seen a lot of baseball movies that I loved. Uh 42, great. Babe. Um The Babe. The Babe. I like John Goodman. Mm -hmm. I just like John Goodman. But the natural and Robert Redford, that movie in general was I think it's just the way they tell the story. The mm-hmm. film, the way they filmed that movie, all the slow-mo, and, and Robert Redford playing this all-American character, it was very, I don't know, it has everything in there that I like about movies like that. I like movies from that era, too. Yeah. To, so much do I love that era that it was effectively the theme of, of much of my wedding, it was almost like it fell right out of the late 40s. Was a but that's the naturals probably my favorite. Followed very closely with Major League because I had that fucking haircut and made my mother cry. <laughs> I remember just being inspired and went to the barber and said, "I want that haircut," and he gave it to me. And I went home proud as fuck. And my mother saw it and burst into tears. <laughs> Because he had those cut out V's in the back of his neck and the stripes on the side of his <laughs> oh, head. And I was yeah. like, I am the shit.
3: That's dope. And my mom's like, I can't believe what you did to your head. That's funny. <laughs> that was yeah. awesome.
2: You're a poor,
0: long-suffering mother.
1: <laughs> she totally is poor and long-suffering.
0: <laughs> All right. It's time for us to take another break and hear from another one of our fabulous sponsors. We'll be back in just a moment. What's up, gang? This is Hoptimus. You've been listening to one of the great new podcasts from Ruminations Radio Network. If you want some more tasty sound vibes, come check out my new podcast, The Retro Futurist Culture, where we talk about alternate timelines, cyberpunk, anime, and other crazy worlds. If that does not strike your fancy, we have plenty of other great shows at RuminationsRadioNetwork.com.
2: And welcome back to Brevity Box on the Ruminations Radio Network. I am your host Brandon here with Charles and Becky with a good hair.
1: Mm-hmm. Triple C, bitch. <laughs>
2: Charles. It is now eight thirty-five in the evening on Friday, <laughs> August thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth, and uh, we are here whee, with some whee, news whee. about dreams with our with our favorite nurse, Becky. Becky, what are uh, you? What have you been dreaming about? <laughs>
0: What's in your crazy ass head? I've
2: been woman?
3: having. The worst for the last two weeks, the worst recurring dream of my life, I can't get it out of my head. It sticks with me all day. I can't get in my therapist to talk about it. So I'm going to take this time and talk about it with you guys because I trust you with my mental health.
1: <laughs> I As just you make should. Sure we're
3: doctors. I'm okay. I just want to make sure I'm okay.
0: Got it. We're, oh, we're the right so, barrier. you come to the right place. As
3: we all we're know, we're here for you. I'm having a little bit of anxiety lately, just a little bit. So let
0: me get this right: you're a nurse professional, yes, working in an overwhelmed area of the country, yes. a very deeply red state that's vigorously stubborn yes. on Charles, adapting. Charles, to Charles, Charles, please, please let her finish. I'm just that trying can... to see. That's why you're stressed. Okay, right I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. All right, go ahead.
3: Extreme anxiety. Um. So my dream starts in a caramel apple factory. <laughs>
2: A caramel apple factory. Yes, hmm. with conveyor I, I belts. I mean, I'm I'm very fond
0: of my one Charles, Charles, meal. Charles.
3: And I'm and I am in a wedding dress in a caramel apple factory.
1: All right, normal <laughs> and there are people
3: lined up sitting on the conveyor belts, just sitting on the conveyor belts going back and forth as I walk down the aisle, and as I'm walking down the aisle. Uh, I see the guy that I'm marrying, and he mm-hmm. is one of my exes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he rips his face off, and it's another one of my exes. And then he rips his face off, and it's another one of my exes.
2: So what you're saying is we have some sort of a Russian nesting doll of faces situation. Yes, here what you're t- trying to say. Yes,
3: that's what I'm trying to. Interesting. Interesting. And I like finally, Mission
0: Impossible. Rip their face off.
3: No, like face off. Rip their faces off.
0: Oh, like straight
3: okay. up, like they're wearing a mask and they just rip it off.
0: I want to take his face.
3: It's like giving me anxiety off. right now. And I get down right. to the end of the aisle and I'm like freaked out and I can feel my heart racing in the dream. And So you kept
0: walking. You see the guys tearing off their yeah, faces. Sorry, I, just, I'm I'm keep,
3: I keep walking towards them. <laughs> I just I just throw all caution to the wind and just walk towards this man cuz I'm convinced I'm going to marry him and he turns Perfectly around normal. and then when he turns back around and faces me it's the love of my life and then Carmel dumps upon us like just a just a waterfall of caramel and then I wake up
2: <laughs> I think that's what I'd call a sticky situation Becky Oh! <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think this dream means?
3: I don't know because I don't want to admit in my heart of hearts I know what it means. But I don't want to admit it. I Did you don't. have a
2: traumatic experience with caramel earlier in life?
3: I don't know. I don't think this so. This is a
2: safe space, Becky, <laughs> you can share.
3: I mean, one time I was using caramel and it didn't go really good. But that's beside the point. I
2: want no further detail.
3: <laughs> I'm just. I think and this then,
0: starts with Rolos. What happened with Rolos?
3: This freaking dream sticks with me all day because I don't want to feel this way. So then I just have it in my head, and I'm like, "What is wrong with me? <laughs> I just can't figure it uh, out. I need help." Who's
0: the love of your life?
3: We previously Do you discussed even have to him. ask. We previously discussed him. Last okay, episode. I was
0: confused whether it was the, that guy or J.J. Watt. I just was trying to get yeah, the image this of is, a caramel of J.J. Watt in my head.
3: Well, I mean, I, I would love that, first of all. Second of <laughs> all, why am I not dreaming of that?
1: Yeah, no kidding. Why aren't you thinking uh, about third, that?
3: Third, so. I don't want to be dreaming about this guy. I would rather be dreaming about J.J. Watt. I just need a lot of help. Wow. Mental help. And then it sticks with me. Like all day, I feel guilty, and I feel no like, pun intended. Yeah, literally sticks with me,
0: <laughs>
3: and I just I have this like with, lump. With Carmel. This lump in my heart, and I don't like it. I need this dream to go away. Should I see a psychic? Should I see <laughs> a psychic? A, should I see a psychic? Mm. Should I see a medium? Should I see a therapist? I mean,
2: Becky, how how bad is it when you think about when you see this person in the workplace?
3: He's not in my workplace. Is,
2: well, I, mean, I am thinking of somebody else. Charles, back to
0: you. <laughs> no, you know what? You you
2: know why it's you're my thinking high, about that? It's is my, because, high
3: school, my high, but my because my high guy, school. But he's saying
0: because the guy that you work with reminded <laughs> oh, you. About, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. oh. That's, that, that, that's what that's it was. That's where my mix up was, I apologize. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was that you, that's right. It was that that guy reminded you yeah. of that man so much that that kind of established the thought in your head. Yeah. And... You can't let it go just like you can't let go of a sticky caramel apple.
3: I know. I get why it. was it why was I getting married in a caramel apple factory? I love them, but I, don't I love them I don't
0: much. know. I
3: I'm have no out.
0: idea.
2: Because it I, seems like something weird fucking millennial girl would do.
0: <laughs> My manic pixie
3: dream girl loves caramel. I don't know I don't
0: know what you need to do, but I feel like if you were talking to a professional, they might tell you to like buy a caramel apple and you know eat it, consume it, <laughs> and look, realize seen, it's just
2: an apple. Look, I've seen the movie, What about Bob like thirteen times? I think I'm qualified to discuss these <laughs> these sort of issues. that's why I, right. I
3: wanted I wanted Brando's take on it. Because he'll he'll shake the shit out of me and be like, stop fucking dreaming about this. You're an idiot. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Caramel's not that good. And neither are apples. uh, (laughs) They don't belong
2: together.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Do you like caramel apples? Wait, wait. Do you like
3: caramel apples? I love them.
0: You love them. But maybe they don't belong together. (gasps) I think that's an epiphany. He's interrupting the doctor. This is very inconsiderate.
3: Charlie oh, head. Smoked. I just exploded. Oh my gosh. I, just, I,
1: I
2: can't, I, I can't uh, comprehend how that must be because uh, I pretty much never remember my dream. I mean to get one or two weird
0: little snippets, but mm-hmm. otherwise that's it. This is an interesting point, though. Like, okay, so kind of want to back up and I want to get back to what you were saying a second ago about not dreaming, Brando. So, Becky, how often do you have vivid dreams, like lucid dreams? All like
3: the time. This? All the time.
0: Was this and a lucid dream?
3: Yes. I felt like you I felt like you were make, there. I felt like I was there and I felt like I was okay. making the decisions.
0: Okay. And you have no idea where the caramel apple factory came down
3: no, no idea i've never been to by the way i
0: don't even know that that's a thing okay that's i think East it's Coast a boost White not a factory what that is look wherever there's a caramel a- apple factory there's a diabetes problem <laughs> like if there's a fucking factory that was like apples.
3: the inside it was like apples and then it said caramel and then it said nuts and it was just a bunch of conveyor belts but like everybody that i invited to the wedding was on the conveyor belts it was just really odd
0: Plus, I have to give you compliments for picking this venue. That somehow (laughs) in this mysterious dimension, you guys were checking out normal places and went here. And the guy at the Carmel Factory was like, you know, there's conveyor belts. But Mm -hmm. honestly, with an altar over there, we really think the ambiance is perfect.
3: Yeah. And I was like, sold.
0: (laughs) You were like, so good. (laughs) Dad, you're on this conveyor belt. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> have you ever had a girlfriend get mad at you for something you did to them in a dream?
0: I have, and I will have to come back with the story because I know what you're referring to, and I forgot the fucking thing. But yes,
2: I have. I've been asking you for a specific story. It's only happened to me once. I'm just curious. Yes, it's happened to me,
3: and mm-hmm.
0: it has happened
2: to me.
3: Here's my follow-up question. Has Brooke ever tried to perform a code on you? When she's sleeping, because I've done that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I no, had a very
3: no. vivid dream that I was trying to code a baby. And at the time I was with Butchin and I roll over <laughs> and I start doing chest compressions on him. But I do the baby version of chest compressions. And then I'm calling out that I need epinephrine. And he like woke up like I woke up the next morning. He goes, do you know you were coding me in your sleep last night? And I was like. Interesting. No, I did not.
0: And he's like, I still came. I just thought it was weird.
2: And
3: he's yeah, like, yeah. I, I said,
0: I, I figured. I, I would have thought if it's like
2: okay, this is some weird nurse seduction thing. Might as well go with it. He's
3: like, you were pushing on my chest, and I was like, strangely turned on, but I didn't want to like wake you because I was afraid you would kill me. I mean, me. I was into it.
1: <laughs> it was weird, but I was kind of yeah. into it. it he's nice. like, I was
3: really surprised because you were doing math really well, and you're usually not good at math. And I was like,
0: <laughs> and that's just thank his thank kink. You. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> very very specific kink. Yeah. So you've had lucid dreams but they're not they're not repeated. Like you haven't had this specific no, dream. No, I've before.
3: had this this is for the last 2 weeks. The same dream over and over and over for the last 2 weeks. And then before the But before stream, then no. Yes, there was another one before this one. I was um at a party and I got shot in the neck. But instead of bleeding, uh, it was just like this gold like caramel. gold stream of stuff. <laughs> caramel and so my friend (laughs) this is gonna make it because you sell a goat girl so my friend was like oh i have a i have a friend that's like a healer (laughs) (laughs) and my friend goes why don't you go to this healer so i paid like 50 dollars to go to this dream healer and she like did some bullshit over me and she's like oh yeah your neck chakra is wide open and i was like what the fuck is is a
0: joke It's, uh but yeah, yeah i've had, never had anybody what is it rika i've never had reiki. anybody reiki,
3: reiki yeah mm-hmm.
0: reiki fucking hippies
3: it didn't cure it, <laughs> it didn't cure it but that dream was so creepy that i didn't want to have it anymore because in the morning it felt like i like my neck hurt in the morning and it was always where i had gotten shot in my dream
0: that's really weird and matrixy sounding. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. All right, so before I think Brando and I should both deliver a verdict on our interpretation of your dream. Okay, and um, before we do that, I need—I think him and I should both share the closest thing to that kind of experience that we have. And I'm gonna let you start, Brando. What I, have you had? I a, don't you just don't remember, remember your remember dreams, dreams at all? I don't remember. Now, is that a gummy bear influence phenomena? My, or no, is, my entire life. Your entire life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you must be. Do you do you? Well, you've done
2: sleep studies before. Do it's you why deep I'm so. Sleep? It, it's why I lead such a mediocre life. I don't have dreams to follow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grando.
2: But that wasn't an elaborate setup. I actually, I, oh, I really don't remember my
0: dreams. I want that merch. I want that shirt with the grumpy cat on it that says, that's why I lead such a mediocre life. I don't have dreams. I don't, I don't uh, have dreams to follow. Gotta be specific. Oh, I will. <laughs> so good. I'm sorry to laugh at your uh description. Maybe it's really painful. I found it funny. No, it's I mean it's yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> it's totally funny, man. <laughs> it really got me. Uh, I love it when you're self-deprecating like that. It's hilarious. Um, okay, so I, I have. I, I mean, often I don't remember um, God, you're my dreams. God, are going to dream. be fucking weird. I just know it. <laughs> and certainly I think mine are influenced by uh, gummies and haze. But I, when I do dream, there have been a couple of occasions where – I have this vivid experience where I'm clearly running from something, and I don't know what. And I can't tell you that I'm necessarily afraid. It's more like I'm playing this psychedelic game of tag, and I don't know who I'm trying to keep from tagging me. But the thing is, is that I'm always... <laughs> Maybe this is derived from Catholic school. I think you're on to something I have a breakthrough <laughs> no. uh i'm I'm often like uh, very inception esque where I'm not attached to the world around me, like gravity and running. It's more that I'm almost out of control, like I'm floating or flying, you know very much like the scene from inception where. In real life, the van is spinning and tumbling, and they're deep into a, another dream reality where the world around them is spinning and they're just trying to cope with it. That's a lot of those dreams. And those dreams do reoccur and they do stick with me, but I don't really feel like I'm trying to hunt down their meaning. I feel like I just come, I wake up just talking about how odd the experience was. Now, I wish I had a dream where I was in a caramel apple factory.
2: Because <laughs> even though the person you're going would get, love rip, it. Rip, getting their, ripping their face off. I mean,
0: you could at least get a caramel apple. Yeah. I think I would really be stuck looking around and want, trying to stay in that moment to get as much detail as I could. You know, I'd want to mm-hmm. figure, I said, you know, again,
1: eh.
0: yeah, I, I, I really believe I would stick in that reality, trying to figure out. Little by little, what the fuck
3: was going on?
0: It's a crazy, vivid, and oddly detailed dream. I feel like I need to create an image for this.
3: Please because do. Because nobody
0: will understand it.
3: Because then maybe you I know, altar, it. You know, a altar,
0: caramel apples, you guys being dumped, like a big vat of caramel above you. Yeah. Is it like the movie Carrie? But
3: no, it's like Flashdance.
0: Hot. I can dig it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Except with caramel.
0: Hot. <laughs> You, okay, so you don't think it's a, f- a weird oddity that the the bullet wound from your previous dream in your neck oozes gold fluid, also like caramel.
3: I don't, I don't Is know the, where that comes from.
0: <laughs> are you sure it was a caramel? How, did, were there apples in yeah, the dream, or did you just see dream. gold fluid?
3: No, there were apples in the dream.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Was your bouquet made up of a bunch of caramel apples? No, but my bouquet was the color of apples. So, like, I had red, yellow, and green flowers.
0: I still, I'm gonna. Weird, man. I think that the gold has to do with something about how I think that is how you feel. Whatever that gold thing is, is something that's inside of you, and it clearly is engulfing you and this fantasy you have of the caramel coated multi-faced man (laughs) which sounds like a great movie villain i I gotta tell you
3: the caramel coated multi-faced man i don't want it to be this i think (laughs) i think
0: i think i think
2: i've cracked it
3: okay go ahead
2: they have to pay for the
0: patreon to find out
3: Ooh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> for for the for the merch and for the uh images that have to do with these things because these are inspiring i mean the idea of having becky in a wedding dress headed towards certain doom covered in hot caramel with apples all over the place and the wedding guests being slung around on conveyor belts the,
3: you can't forget the nuts you can't forget the the chopped nuts too <laughs> There's there's
0: there's something going on here You definitely should talk to a professional and not us two.
3: (laughs) Who do I go see? Do I go see a therapist? Do I go see a psychic? Do I go see...
0: Therapist.
3: Okay.
0: Go to
2: Whole Foods and find someone dressed up like it's the 70s and ask them.
3: Okay.
0: (laughs)
2: Therapist. If they're wearing Birkenstocks and they smell, that's that's the kind of person you got to talk to.
3: If you smell
0: white sage or patchouli and you see evidence oh, yeah. of Birkenstocks, yep. those are your guys. Those are the people that will give oh, you
2: away.
3: Oh, Birkenstocks.
0: <laughs> Do you remember what Tim Robbins looked
2: like <laughs> yeah. in High Fidelity? Look for, look for that guy.
3: Okay.
0: Noted. <laughs> that was such a great image.
3: Maybe I'll just go to all three. Maybe I'll go to a medium, too.
0: That won't be hard to find in Tucson. You can go and and dig around somewhere and you'll find it pretty easily. Yeah. I think a good starting place is going to be the shelter. By the (laughs) way, shout out to the shelter. If you like dive bars that are dark, dingy, and have really great drinks like chili mint lemonade, I suggest the shelter in Tucson. Enjoy. It's pretty great. One of my favorite dives. You can make a good,
3: dirty Shirley, too.
0: Their martinis and martini selection are fucking famous. Are we and getting paid for this? Pu- are we getting paid for this plug?
3: No, so. but I'm plugging anyway. Damn it! Free drinks for life.
0: I'll I'll plug anybody. I want to plug and today. It's the shelter. <laughs> just, just grab
2: oh, a man. phone book. Look up someone named Tangina. She'll be a, she'll be a, a spirit medium. She could
0: take care of the problem for
2: you. I just
3: hope I'm okay. Just hope my brain is okay. If you're
0: gonna go to a psychic or a reader.
3: Do you, want me to you gotta it? come
0: to new orleans to do it come Can to new orleans it? we're yes we'll we'll record it we're
2: the real, home but, but, of but, but real and talk Diri. real talk don't
0: yeah. go don't go to new orleans right now no
3: I'm not, not right I now don't <laughs> you, don't want to
0: <laughs> <come>. <laughs> you don't go right now we're basically one big icu at the moment yeah you don't want to come here
3: no
0: oh man well the good thing is is that they've actually this state has surprised me and how they've handled it and at least the guys around me are doing well but anyway, that's another topic altogether. I'm going to stick with the caramel-coated wedding couple, by the way. Congratulations. Thank on your you. nuptials. My ring was beautiful. Ups,
3: My ring was amazing.
0: For a second.
3: For a second, and then until I it was covered, covered in, in caramel. Delicious
0: caramel. <laughs> I have no idea how to understand that dream, except for to note that two weeks ago was when you were giving us the breakdown of how this person that you work with just was the – the know, spitting image started. for the moment.
3: That's when it started. I'm getting yeah, so this resident.
0: There you go. Problem solved. Problem solved. See, blaming all him. you have to do is get rid of that resident. I mean, that's he it. To just me. you know, make him disappear. It'll be I'm fine need your just some, just, just,
2: just take some pill, just take some pills off the card, slip them into his medical into his lab coat, and
0: boom, you're fine. It might be cathartic to really yeah. let it go. Yeah. And then all your dreams will be about you cutting up the caramel cutted apple. <laughs> And then burying it in
3: the ground. I'm not insinuating anything. Uh, These are just jokes. Wink, wink. <laughs> Alleged cutting of the ground. Crum- I mean, we're not saying
2: anything. We're just
0: <laughs> asking questions. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not. It's not like we're saying your backyard and surrounding area is just endless desert. I
1: mean, I mean, <laughs>
3: right? <you> know <laughs> no know where <laughs> It would be a long time before somebody's found Allegedly
0: <laughs> I just have yes. this image Like of a really bad murder comedy movie Where you're literally killing a stranger And you're like You just you just like too much And you're like eating Rolos dream. Endlessly <laughs> <laughs> You're just like shoving Rolos in your face And axing him at the same time And bursting into tears Like as soon as he's dead You're like why are you doing this to me And, and then taking a shower
3: And it just comes out as caramel
0: <laughs> Dude, if you're taking a shower But you look like the scene from Leaving Las be- Vegas With Elizabeth Shoe Just rocking back and forth But instead of anything awful It's just caramel yep. washing down the drain <laughs> and, and then we gotta play The crying game
3: In the background oh, We're gonna shoot this oh, for the Patreon Yes,
0: we're, this would be of this is what i hope we can do someday i would love to be able to take this to youtube and we actually have the production opportunities to make a short of this exact scene (laughs) (laughs) because i
3: think it would be hilarious i want to
0: see i want to see david lynch's take on it
3: Uh, i just want to see brando on the conveyor belt because brando was there charlie was there you guys were there
0: well, we'll be the different faces being pulled off, right? You'll think it's Brando. <laughs>
3: It'll be no, Brando's It'll face. Be was, it was people. all my ex boyfriends. Um, Brando, you were wearing a zoot suit.
2: That's yeah. fucking weird, but okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> like and, the mask.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then Charlie, you and Brooke were like matching. It was real cute. Like it just <laughs> MTV matched. Yeah. She was one of my bridesmaids, yeah. though. But you matched her dress, so.
2: So was he also in the dress?
3: No. Mm-mm.
0: I would. So there, I would totally <laughs> do it. Oh, it what awkward. a great way
2: to end! This is one, why I don't I remember again. dreams. It just makes life a little easier.
0: <laughs> That's why I, I wish, I, wish I didn't no remember. <laughs> God. Uh, Oh, I'm glad you did. I really am glad you did. Please, every time you have a dream like this, bring it to us. We're the right people to talk to.
3: I figured you guys would be. I mean, no judgment here.
0: Oh, man. These are becoming some of my favorite days. This is my favorite time of the week to be able to (laughs) just wrap up every crazy bit of insanity that's roaring through our heads throughout the week. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Becky. That was really funny. Thanks. I'll, re- I'll give it some thought, but you know I'm going to tell Brooke about that. Oh, that's, I
3: hope you do, because I hope she has some insight to, to it. And you have to show uh, her the and he picture big... of who the end of... Because I think she knows, but just re- remind her who the end face is. Oh,
0: I will. We're going to debate on what's in his pocket. We'll see if... you. I, I think I, I got a... <laughs> uh, we're going to debate on that. Um, but, you know, uh, give you guys a little bit of a tease and... Listener, possibly listeners. Here's a tease about what I, I think is possible because you guys have mentioned it, and then I'll we'll end on that note. There is a slim but reasonable chance that you will be able to entice Brooke to come on here and totally unleash on me. But the only thing I've gotten her to negotiate so far is that I couldn't be there too.
1: Oh, so she why, otherwise it,
2: otherwise it defeats the purpose.
0: So there's going to be sometime in the future this splinter episode where it's going to be you two and Brooke and all you guys will have just a great bonfire (laughs) just totally running me through and talking incredible amounts of shit. Listen to the joy in her laughter. Does that not sound like a witch over a cauldron? I mean, she seems really happy about this idea. (laughs) I'm just just so happy I'm speechless.
3: I love Brooke so much. I love her.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. She's pretty incredible. Officially a COVID researcher. Yay. Very, very stoked about that. She's such a badass. High props. I'm going to shout out to my wife because I'm lame like that. Shout out to my wife.
3: Shout out to my dream husband. (laughs)
0: Yeah, caramel-coated apples.
3: That should be a t-shirt, too. Me in a wedding dress with caramel coming down.
0: Uh, I I love this whole idea. I think it's so funny, and it's two really wonderful pieces of merch. And that <laughs> quote from Brando is going to make me laugh for hours. I hope it does. Everybody who was listening, guys, thank you for joining yeah. me every yeah, week. Yeah. laugh at my fucking, fucking misery and mediocrity. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I learned it from watching you. God damn it. Enjoy your victory. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Man, great episode. Thanks, guys. Thank, everybody who's, uh, thank you to everybody who's joined us again for another episode of Brevity Box. Keep coming back. We're going to have more for you next week. We've got some great ideas lined up for the future. Uh, remember that we are part of and brought to you by the RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. I know you've heard me say it at the beginning of the show. I'm going to say it again. Check us out at www. Ruminations Radio Network.com and check out some of the other shows. You've got Ruminations from the Red Room, you've got Retro Futurist Culture, you've got Cinephile Hissy Fit, The Old Metal Bar Steward, uh, Tony's Tall Tales. All of these are very specific subject matter that is different from the others that we're all collaborating with and very talented, well-spoken hosts. I can't recommend them enough. Check it out. I think you'll like what you see and please like, and subscribe, and we will see you next time. Thanks again. Bye. 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 Twenty forty three. You're playing Fantasy, fantasy football. football. It is championship week. You're trying to set your lineup and you don't know what to do. Robert Griffin the fourth and his top target Will Fuller the
2: sixth have carried you all season, but they're facing a London Jaguars team that has the top defense in the league. Your other quarterback is a sixty-six-year-old
0: Tom Brady who's playing against the much more manageable Toronto Bengals. So you turn to Nick and Elijah of the 25 Yards Later podcast, a production of Sports Obsessive and Ruminations Radio Network. Be a a
1: champion. champion. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.